episode 132, Karen Royal. Welcome to the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Worlds they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round, and their wake up question to finish. To get all the updates and exclusive insider tips and resources of what's coming up and really be in touch with this show and make sure you don't miss a trick, head over to ayalpha.com and I'll give you all the resources through there. You sign up, sign up to my email, and currently we're giving away my number one best-selling book, The New Rules of Success, completely free. Any men who are interested in the coaching that I do with elite and professional entrepreneurial men, get in touch and we set up a strategy call so we can talk through how I can get you in shape to achieve more. Get to the podcast, do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Okay, good morning, everyone. We have a brilliant one for you today. You're getting the Royal Treatment. We have the founder of the Royal Treatment Program. We have Karen Royal on the line. She's a professional speaker, sales coach, and customer service trainer. She's an energy expert, uh, which we're going to delve more into. She's a best-selling author, as I mentioned. Two really well-known books, one with Jack Canfield, one with Top Hopkins, uh, Victory, and the other one, Des- Dare to Succeed. I know Karen from, from her being a becoming a best in author, we crossed paths there when I, I sort of I had my book out as well. So I'm really happy to get on the line. She's from Canada. Um, firstly, Karen, are you ready to awaken your alpha? I am so ready. There's one thing you forgot in that <laughs> intro, Adam, and that is she is also super excited oh, to okay. be doing some work with you today. Just Brilliant. totally pumped and thank you. Yeah, you rock. I love what you're doing. Oh, Amazing. thanks. Yeah, no, I, um, I, didn't to, I didn't want to wake you up too early for this episode because obviously we're quite a few hours ahead of you. And then I find out you've been up for a couple of hours, ready and ready and oh, ready to go. <laughs> four hours, four hours. I'm a 5 a.m.er. Oh. Yeah, and then especially today. I mean, I was just I was so excited to be here. Thank you. Brilliant. Absolutely quality. Apart from that, you're very excited. Was there anything you'd like to add or highlight or sum up from your introduction? Like, what are you all about? I would just love to. Uh, I'm getting the Royal Treatment Program, something I put together for more than a few reasons, but probably the most important reason is I'm just kind of, I got tired over the years of sales trainers and sales leaders, you know, and they're, they're teaching, just do this and say this and you will succeed and it's guaranteed success and all of that. BS. And yeah. I, it was just so tiring. You know, I've interviewed, I'm certain, thousands of people. One of my most important questions that I ask is, what do you do for fun? Because <laughs> yeah. that tells me so much about the person and what they require to function properly and to be successful. You know, for example, uh, I had a fellow who I asked him, what do you do for fun? And he said, well, when I was a child, I was you know, a little wild, and my grandmother taught me to crochet. He said, when I, when I know, he said, when I need to escape the world, and, and it was really more a meditative kind of process and something that calmed him down and cleared his head, it was healing, he would just sit and crochet, right? So again, it told me volumes of information of who he is and what he needs to move forward to succeed. 
you know, so he was probably someone who moved quickly, and but he had this nice escape. So it just told me, again, all kinds of information, how to help. So this is how I like to connect people with people and really from a holistic point of view. I'd be absolutely missing a trick here then if I didn't say it. <laughs> Karen, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, that's a fantastic question. <laughs> I love to, I love to swim. I swim and I'm a scuba diver. Oh, I love scuba. And, I love oh, so do I. And the best Different thing wells. about being, right, right. The best thing about being underwater for me, I came from a large family. We had a, a local pool in our park, so we all became swimmers at a very young age. But that's when they threw you in and you either sunk or, or <laughs> learned to swim real quick, yeah. right? And But it was the silence for me. Yeah. And then when I found scuba diving through one of my sisters, she's an instructor, actually in Africa right now, it was just, it was like discovering a new world. Brilliant. So, I mean, in your yeah. introduction, I mentioned you're an energy expert there and it says you do yeah. a sales training. Can you just explain what we mean by energy experts? I know that's your yeah. background for right up till recently. That's what you did for a long time or you was involved with. That's right. About seven years, I got involved in the energy business. It's supply, electricity, natural gas, and also green power. Mm -hmm. which, of course, is exploding right now, uh, everything from solar to um, uh, wind turbines, that sort of thing. So I would teach inside and outside sales folks. Okay. That was, that was my gig, yeah. yeah. I want to start firstly with a, a quote you like to live by. Is there any that spring to mind or one that just really resonates with you? You know, one that I probably, that resonates with me on a daily basis. You know, there's a ton of quotes out there. I even have some of my own uh, however, there's a fellow way back from 1915, he was a, a writer, his name is Albert Hubbard, yep. and I'm not sure exactly where he's from, however, he said, don't take life too seriously, you'll never get out of it alive. <laughs> yeah, love that one. <laughs> awesome. it's, it's perfect, it's great. it just reminds me of so many things, and you know, I mean, come on, are we going to get upset? Because someone doesn't open a door for us or, you know, you don't make that sale or yeah. whatever. It's simply in the, in the scheme of things, it simply doesn't matter. Chin yeah. up and upward <laughs> and onward. Then. Yeah, I love, I love the chin up one. That's, 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 quite, that's a very English expression, actually, chin up. <laughs> I use that one a lot. Yes, yes. Yeah, I got a lot of that growing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about that then, this is our origin question. Where are you originally from? Where did you grow up? Um, where exactly are you coming from today and like what did you want to be growing up so just kind of tell us the journey from a to b how you got to today wow okay i'd <laughs> love to I, and i will keep it in a nutshell because i've lived probably about 10 different lifetimes i grew up in a small city outside of toronto i'm in toronto right now mm -hmm. and have the, I, I raised my children here uh i was the middle child of five and I, believe it or not, was a very, very quiet child, which worked well for me because I observed a lot of life um, swirling around me. You know, I was a real earth child also. Mm -hmm. So in the summers, I spent outside barefoot, probably left the last, last day of school and then returned home the day before the first day of school. <laughs> <laughs> I slipped under the radar a lot. <laughs> which was um, more fun than you can imagine. I, and I could have just at any moment been the neighbor kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, I was going to run for the, in the Canadian Olympics. Oh, brilliant. 200, 200 and 400. And I would train with my father and he taught me how to start. He said, you don't necessarily have to be faster than everyone else 
he taught me the importance of a start, which again, bigger picture took me right through my life. You know, learn how to start, get it, get it right at the start, anticipate the uh, start of your gun. And I decided when I finished being an Olympic champion, then I was going to become a missionary in Africa because all I wanted to do was leave. Yeah. Just go and travel. And the furthest place I knew to go then was Africa. (laughs) (laughs) And so I guess I had sort of that um, uh, idea that I wanted to, you know, make an impact on the world. Did you get away or did you go exploring? That was, well, here, here's life funny, you know, um, <laughs> I left home pretty early mm-hmm. and we're talking 15 years old and, Whoa. and it wasn't, it wasn't anything about, you know, a bad home life or anything. It was, I had to go and I'm not sure what previous life I've had or what, how that was imprinted in me. I ended up becoming a very young mom. Oh, blimey. And, yeah. That makes you grow up quick, blimey. (laughs) It certainly does. When I think back to those times, I was so serious and and so focused on just trying to get it right, you know. Um, So instead of running in the Olympics, I travel. Mm -hmm. I'm most at home. I've got that nomad kind of, and I've got to run. I've got to run all the time. If every three months I'm not on the flight somewhere, then my world is completely off balance. As far as becoming a missionary in Africa, I did make it there, Okay. by the way. Yeah, I, a couple <laughs> of years back, I have lived my life just doing little things and little good things mm-hmm. in my immediate surroundings. And it, it sounds a little fluffy, except that I, I strongly believe in the importance of holding that door for someone you know, or yeah. a smile or a kind word, that sort of thing. You wrote your chapter on one of your books was called The Winning Smile. I mean, yeah. what did you, what did you, was that about that kind of aspect we just touched on there? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and back in those years, Adam, I was supposed to fail. Mm. And there was no chance in hell I was going to make it or be someone or have any kind of impact. That was the, the thinking back then. And I don't hold any you know, grudges for that time at all. It was simply the way it was. I mean, I couldn't even get an apartment mm. um, <clears throat> without a husband. You know, I remember making up stories. Oh, he's traveling. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, the 80s were just, well, it was, yeah. that, that's the way the world was. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about you and your program. I would love to see you add something to your, your questions. Mm-hmm. And that would be who lit a fire under your arse? Because I think <laughs> as close as I've got to that, I asked the Yoda question: Who helped awaken your alpha? So it's oh, okay, like, all right. The Yoda question, and that could be several people, like you said, it could be the person who lit a fire under your arse to start you off, and it could be someone more right. recently as well. It it's just perfect, Adam. Yeah, you've never even met. It could just be someone who inspired you. So. Who lit a fire under, under your ass? I like that one better. <laughs> well, first and foremost would be my father. He taught me all about business. He encouraged me to continue my education. Um, and he's, he's in dad heaven, but he had such a massive impact on my life. And we were friends. We were business partners and we were friends. Um, the first book, I guess we're going to get into books here in a minute, but one of the first ones he gave me was Think and Grow Rich, you know, yeah. Napoleon Hill. Um, so a huge impact and a very gentle person. However, the person who lit the fire under my arse was my <laughs> mom and 
a social worker. And these two women were sitting at my mother's kitchen table. And I had brought my son home. Of course, you know how young I was, and I didn't know anything about And these two women were talking as if I wasn't in the room. And Uh, here's my son, brand brand new wee baby, in a little chair in the middle of the kitchen table. And they were talking away, and the social worker looks at my mother, and she said, you know that she, and she points over to me, she's going to end up, no, she's going to be a welfare case. And he, and then she points to the baby and she said, and he's just going to end up being some kind of drug dealer. Whoa. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) From that moment forward, talk about chin up. I thought, oh, really? I don't know how I'm going to do this. I have no clue what's going to happen to us. Uh, All I know is I'm not going to be that. And he is not going to be that. And I am so appreciative because I wonder what where I would have ended up had that not happened. Yeah. You know, sometimes shitty things happen to us. And we've got to know in that moment that this is great. This is a <laughs> fantastic opportunity, you know, to take it in and feel it and, and make our choices from there. So that well, that sounds like your awakening moment, definitely. So after that period, I mean, how were the next couple of years? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. Um, My son's father and I tried to do the right thing, and we ended up a year later, we got married. Bless our hearts. Oh, we were so young. And we had a daughter uh, a year after that, so it was three years difference. And we we were growing up, and we simply grew away, Yeah, you know, from each other. I said, I'm going to go. He said, okay, you know, um, and we stayed in touch, and, and we're good. Yeah. Right. All of these years later. So I went off and I've got the, the two babies and life opened up to me. I've got one op- received one opportunity after another. I became a cocktail waitress in the Royal York Hotel and I made so much money. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I worked Monday to Friday and it was evenings and it was a high end. I mean, it was filled with tuxedos and fur coats and diamonds. And, you know, I mean, it was. It was so great. I was offered jobs all the time, but you knew they were just going to chase you around their desk. Again, <laughs> that was the times, right? Yeah. And then one day a fellow was sitting there and he says to me, I'm waiting for my wife. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, sure. And then an hour passes, another hour passes. He has another martini and then another martini. And he said, well, she's not going to show up. And he said, I'd like to have your number. And I, it was my own personal role. I never gave my, my phone number out. <clears throat> So, you know, for all these so-called job offers, long story short, something in me just decided, no, give me your number. And I did. And he he said, my wife runs a business and I've been watching you on the little computer over there, putting your orders in and you seem so adept and you're polite and businesslike. And we talked a little bit about my business background. Of course, that was through my father. And he said, I'm going to have my wife call you. So chief, if I don't give him my number. The following morning, I receive a phone call. This woman, she's all excited. She owns three business centers, downtown Toronto. She said, my husband won't stop talking about you. And I landed a job. Then two months later, um, one of her managers at one of her centers quit. And she said, Karen, you're the only one I have that is that I feel is capable of taking over one of the offices. Oh. 
So here I am, a yep. single mom, supposed to be a big failure, and I'm running a business center in downtown Toronto. Then I rent an office to a bunch of crazy guys. They ended up, it ended up they were brokers. They hired me and took me with them. And it was just, you know, I really, really believe when you're that open and you have that kind of belief within you, I'm going to make it. I don't know how. And I don't know, don't know where and I don't know with who, but I'm going to make it. I will never be a welfare case. Yeah, I was going to say that, that story, you couldn't plan it, but it was the fact that you was out there you was exactly. open to opportunities and yeah, you weren't set in your ways. That sounds absolutely brilliant. Okay. We're going to mix it up a little bit here. This is the complete, okay. complete blank around where all you have to do is fill in the blank, complete my okay. sentence and we'll find out uh -oh. a little bit more about you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I was ever to visit. Now I'm nervous. No, no, no worry. <laughs> if I was ever to visit Toronto, I should. Oh my gosh. A million things just ran through my head. Where would I take you? <laughs> I would take you off the beaten track. Okay. You get to know um, my amazing city. Every time I go away, I come home, and there's no place like home, baby. <laughs> awesome. Your best friend would describe you as? Oh, my gosh. My best friend would describe me as, you know, the first thing that popped in my head is a, is a, a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> the last time you were drunk was? Oh, fantastic question. <laughs> I'm going to say Christmas night. Yeah. Because we have so much food. Without fail, somebody is passing tequila around, you know, <laughs> and there's wine like you wouldn't believe and beer from every country in the world. You know, Canada, we're all about that, right? <laughs> and uh, uh, food and booze. And the following morning, I got up and I thought, oh, I feel hungover. But I think it was—it felt more like a food hangover. Yeah, it's you like know, it was just so pathetically too much and too awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, you upset people by. My... I'm going to say di disappearing. As much as I, because here's the extremes. I am on stage. Somebody give me a microphone out there, mind racing, pumping everybody up, empowering. You know, the whole kit and caboodle big, loud, or I am at home with my dumpy sweats on, yeah. no makeup, and I won't answer the phone for a few days. So I think <laughs> that's probably, it, you know, disappearing. Yeah, I like that one. No one's ever said that. Hunkering. I like that one. What is your favorite movie and why? Okay. Um, my favorite movie is True Lies. Oh, I love that one, but that's because I'm a Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. Yes, <laughs> true lies. Now, from my perspective, now that we know each other a little better, I don't like boring. Yeah. I don't like boring married couples. And I don't like the idea of spending my life with somebody and just being like everyone else. You know, in the movie, he's the salesman and she's the working admin yeah. and Right, and both so that yeah, movie, oh, yeah, oh my gosh. Um, you know, and they've got the nice house, and then he ends up, he's the secret service <laughs> agent, and she goes to get some excitement in her life, and she's out with that car salesman. How hilarious <laughs> is that? Oh, and then the whole thing, right to the end. I mean, I am filled with delight at the end of that movie. Oh, brilliant, good answer. Yeah. Cool, right, we're to the alpha round now. So, this is where you're going to give us any tools, tips, and resources 
And we'd like to start that off with, you mentioned uh, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Is there any other yeah. key books that you would like to recommend or just one that's a favorite of yours? One of my all-time favorite books is called The Education of Little Tree. Okay. It's about a little uh, native Indian boy, and I think it takes place in the early 1900s uh, in the States. My mother was part Métis Indian, which makes me a fraction. Um, however, I've always had an affinity and a closeness and uh, a lot of pride in our, our natives here in, in Canada and, of course, around the world. Adam, I'm going to recommend that to you and your children. Okay. Um, they're going to need to get a little older. However, yeah. and don't watch the movie. It's terrible. But uh, <laughs> just read the book. It's a little paperback, and it can be life-changing, you know, if you, uh, if you get into it. And uh, let's see, uh, a couple of others. I'm a big Wilbur Smith fan. When the Lion Feeds is, was his first book. Huge. A big Stephen King fan. Your favorite Stephen King book then? The absolute favorite, well, I'm going to say books because it's a series, is The Dark Tower. Okay. The Dark Tower series. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Is there a particular productivity resource or something you use to keep you productive on the straight and narrow? If it's not a resource you can't think of, is there a particular habit you have that helps you? <laughs> um, well, I, I'm a very structured person. I'm a list maker. Mm -hmm. I never complete my lists and I learned years and years ago that's okay. I constantly have music in my life. Every kind of every kind of music you could ever imagine I'm a fan of. Um, I pray. I meditate absolutely. Uh, what else do I start my day with I eat one sardine and one boiled egg first thing in the morning. Ooh, good combo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brain food and protein. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. Well, I absolutely. think a lot of people. Do, I think far too many people start their day with a, a lot, a lot of carbohydrates. <laughs> but no, right, and some, coffee some good, and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Some good right. fats and protein is a is a good way that's to get right. Brilliant brain food. What is some of the best advice you've ever received? It, it's almost more of a, a quote. Pierre Elliott Trudeau was our prime minister back in the uh, 70s and his son now is in politics and I'm a huge fan he's very different from his father however um, he said I read something I guess it was maybe well somewhere in the media and he said confidence comes from knowing myself and I love that yeah. and I think just you know and that's I, I've taken that as advice just flipping that around as well, like from lack of, well, not knowing yourself or what you're all about, obviously that's going right. to lead to sort of really sort of low confidence and self-esteem. Right. That's, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I, one of the primary um, exercises I go through in the Royal Treatment Program when I'm working with either one person or a, a whole group yeah. is let's get to know ourselves first. And that is, again, holistically, who are you? What do you do? What do you do for fun? Um, and, and it's complete body, mind, and soul. So with the, the Royal Treatment Program, is that um, that's focused on, is that predominantly for salespeople? Is that? No, not at all. No, I have uh, a few business clients, executive uh, people who I coach on a personal level. Um, and in some 
sometimes I have my coach hat on, yeah. right, where they was just using me as a sounding board. And then other times I'll have my mentoring hat on where it's something that I have experienced and through sharing stories. And I'm interested to, as well about, serve. Yeah. about your sort of the motivational or speaking stage of, or side of being up on stage. How long have you been doing that? And um, I wonder if you had any tips on that and how, how, that's, how that's working for you at the moment. Oh, absolutely. I just love being in front of a group of people. I am tickled pink. I'll lead up to, you know, the preparation and I always have notes with me, but I never follow them. <laughs> and some people will say, when you're speaking publicly, you should, you know, uh, pronounce your words and you should be concerned about your posture and you should be, and all of these things. My gig is only if it makes you feel comfortable. Yeah as a speaker, if you are calm and happy, and if you love your speech, then you're going to rock. My thing is I got to get them to laugh. Yeah. And I always threw a story about myself, the geek that I can be. And because they, they will feel a little bit of themselves. And that's really important as far as that connection that, that's important. But if I love what I'm presenting and if I'm pumped about it and I've got that belief system that is through the roof, they're going to feel it. Yeah. So as far as, you know, public speaking, every speech should be motivating. Yeah. Um, first and foremost. And, and they should be able to take away something that is actionable. It, obviously, it's a massive topic, but I mean, what what would you give one of your sort of just quick little bits of advice of how you could be a better salesperson? Yeah, it, I'm I'm going to go back to it's all knowing themselves. Um, if mm-hmm. someone is sitting in a room and they're either beginning training with me, or well, either interviewing, or if you know they get into the training portion, they're there because they've made a choice. Yeah, right. I think. Errors, mistakes, and so-called failure, yeah. in other words, not closing a deal, comes from that they don't want to be there. Yeah. You know, they, they, they're just not choosing to live it, breathe it, eat it, walk it, talk it. So otherwise, there's no mistakes. If you, if you know your product, right? I mean, that's just being a professional. And if you are completely yourself, and what is what is what is yourself? You've got to be honest. You've got to be open. You've got to say, whoops, I forget. Let me check. Yeah. I don't know. You've got to be able to say, I don't know. And you know what? I want to make sure that I serve you so well that I'm going to go away, find out that piece of information so that I give you a hundred percent clear info. Yeah. It's interesting what you said about the, you know, the failure thing. Cause there's a, there's a percentage of people who just, they, like you say, they, they don't want to be there or they, it's, it's nothing right. to do with you. Don't take it personally. It's not a failure. It's That's just, right. it's just not for them. And you've just got to, you know, take it as sure. part of what you're doing. Absolutely. So, okay. It's brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And who would you think oh, is good well, for breaking your alpha? That's just a fantastic question. I love that you do this. First and foremost, I would highly recommend uh, a lady that I know. She's like family. She's here in Toronto, and she's doing amazing work. Um, her name is Miranda Kamal. Okay. And she is a retired boxer. Oh, That's one of my other passions also. And she's doing some really amazing work with young kids, getting them off the streets, non-contact boxing, 
Um, she's got her company up and running, MJKO, and an, an amazing human being. Oh, Absolutely. Oh, then yeah. that's a, an alpha woman coming up, definitely. Is there any men who spring to mind? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't. You may have heard of him. He's out of the states. His name is Weldon Long, ex-convict. You can tell folks I like to hang out with, right? Tom, Tom Hopkins, college dropout. Weldon Long, ex-convict. He's doing amazing, amazing work. He's changing people's lives. Okay, you might have to point me in the right direction for that one. But well, sounds like a couple of brilliant recommendations. Cheers. What's the best way people can get in touch with you if they do want to find out more, though? Oh, I would love that. You know, um, probably Facebook yep. would be the best way or email KR, that stands for Karen Royal, mm -hmm. at KarenRoyal.ca. Cool. Dot .ca for Canada. Yeah. Perfect. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure today. Thank you for starting your day with me, and I really appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate you, Adam. You're one of my Hollywood buddies. <laughs> and uh, I just, I love what you're doing. I just love, and I follow you along, and you sound like a, a great dad. So important. Cheers. So well, important. It, was, it was Alonzo Kelly as well when I interviewed him. I love him. Isn't yeah. he great? Yeah, he's awesome. I've, I've been on his radio show a few times, and yeah, I really got yeah. oh, He reminded me, he's, he recommended you. <laughs> I just adore him. I remember when I met him, we started talking and just connected. It was like long lost brother. Um, a family member and uh you know like you he's a great dad he's got a gorgeous wife and uh and we've been in touch so i'm you know what a great experience cool well thank you so much check out this fantastic podcast do the little guy a favor subscribe and review it'll help get him off my back hey guys thanks for tuning in for another awesome exciting episode on awaken your alpha really appreciate it. make sure you keep up to date with everything that's going on Follow us on Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha, Twitter, Awaken Your Alpha, and Instagram at Awaken Your Alpha. Connect with me as well, Adam Lewis Walker on Facebook, personal and public profiles, but I'd love to connect with you and find out more. Those who want to take it up another notch, you can book in your personal strategy session with me. Get straight to that form and apply. It's tinyurl.com forward slash Awaken Your Alpha. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.